the secret to coming up with amazing blog post ideas on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Themes, blazingly fast WordPress templates and plugins built to get more traffic, more subscribers, more clients, and more customers to you. To find out how Thrive Themes can turn your blog or website into a money-making work of art, go to servenomaster.com backslash Thrive Themes. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. I'm constantly trying to refine and improve everything about my business. There's this one way of running a business and teaching which most gurus employ and most people in my industry employ, which is where they act like everything's perfect. Their business has always been perfect, it'll always be perfect, they started making money from day one. Sometimes they have the story where they started off struggling but then things got good and once they got good they never had bad days. And part of that journey is very inspiring to say, oh man, it can be perfect. And as someone who's been on both sides of the wall and as someone who's been in this business for a very long time and knows a lot of people, often perception and reality are quite different. The other way of running your business and leading your business is to be more honest and more open about your experiences and the ups and downs so that when people have those ups and downs, when they have those down days, they're less likely to feel discouraged. And one of the areas where people often struggle is running out of ideas. What should I talk about? What should I blog post about? And they, people see my blog, see my podcast, and they think, wow, this guy's a genius. He always has ideas. How could one guy come up with five ideas a week? And today I want to open up a little bit about my process and show you some of the tools and secrets that I use. And I actually don't pull all of my podcast ideas out of the air. It's a mix. Lately, most of my ideas have been coming from research. Now it's back and forth. And the next episode is actually something that I came up with as my own idea based on an experience. But we go back and forth and I want to show you some of the research tools I use to come up with blog posts and podcast episode ideas so that you don't feel overwhelmed. There are a lot, a lot of websites out there with lists of hundreds of amazing blog post ideas. And I looked at tons of them and most of them are garbage. I'm always looking for new resources for blog post ideas. I'm always looking at different tools I can try out. And I'm trying a couple of new really cool WordPress plugins that I don't quite have enough experience with yet to give you feedback one way or the other. But they're doing some interesting things with my writing. But before I kind of cover those things that I've been trying for the last few days, I want to make sure that they work and that they're actually worth talking about. But for blog post ideas, I actually do a lot of research every day. I have my little notebook with me right now. And I have this paper notebook that I use, you know, very simple, one of those things that costs like 50 cents or a dollar at the mall. You can get it at the 99 cent store. It's not fancy at all. And in fact, the page with today's episode notes on it, my daughter already drew circles all over it. <laughs> so it's already hard to read it. I had to turn on an extra lamp, even though it's sunrise here, because I had trouble reading through all the little notes she made on the page. So when I record my episodes, I use this notebook. And so every time I have an idea or I find an idea online, I write it into the notebook. What I've discovered today is that this is the last idea in the notebook that I really like right now. So as soon as this recording finishes, I'm going to have to go back and look for 10 more ideas. And I want to tell you the ways I get ideas, the way I get my inspiration. It's not from whole cloth. A lot of what I look at is what are people talking about? What are people asking about? What's relevant? What are good ideas? 
And it's very interesting to see which episodes also get a lot of feedback. Some episodes which get the most feedback are ones that I was unsure of releasing. I, earlier on, around episode 40, did an episode on depression. That's actually gotten me a lot of really positive feedback, which is amazing. I was very nervous about releasing that because some people might say, oh, it's not that directly relevant. But my message is for more than just up-and-coming authors. My message is more, for more than just internet marketers as a space. It's really for p anybody who wants to take more control of their financial destiny, more control of their living situation. I've always wanted, since the start of this podcast, to do a lot of travel episodes, talking more and more about the experience of traveling around the world. And I finally did my first travel episode recently about a specific location, about Plano Carmen. I'm excited about that episode, and hopefully you liked it. It came out a couple of episodes ago. I really want to do more things like that, more episodes where I talk about different travel locations. And I want to do more interviews. A part of that is getting really, really ahead with episodes. For a long time, I was recording episodes the same day they were coming out, and that was causing a big problem. So now I'm finally a couple days ahead and as long as I stay about four or five episodes ahead, which means I'm recording Friday's episode on Monday, I um, have a new team to help me with writing out my notes because that's been slowing me down. And having that release will allow me to do more things to improve the podcast, work on other things. I don't like having to do the content twice. You may have noticed if you read my show notes or the blog post that goes with each episode, sometimes those are really good and sometimes, I'll be honest, they're not as good as I want them to be. I get exhausted because I've already done the topic once. I try to think of new ideas. I don't want the show notes to be identical to the podcast episode because that's boring. I want to give a little bit of value to the people who come and only have time to read the blog post. And that's just my perspective, but getting a little bit of help means I can focus more and more on my ideas. So those are some of the ideas I have coming down the pipeline. I want to do more interviews now that I have a really solid foundation of nearly 70 episodes, right around 70 episodes. And I want to do a lot more talking about travel and some of the other topics and give people more and more of a perspective on different ways to improve your life. You know, the great thing about the Plato Carmen episode was thought about that is that you can cut your cost of living. I used to live in Tampa. The cost of living from Tampa to Plato Carmen, it's a 90% decrease. So the life you could have in Tampa making $10,000 a month is the life you could have in Plato Carmen making a thousand. But that's not really true because if you factor in the change in your tax situation, it's actually about how much money you have to spend and you can actually take an even bigger pay cut, you could actually lose like 93% of your income and still live the same life in Plato Carmen or pretty close to it. That's amazing. And that's why I want to share more things because it still relates, right? It's like, oh, here's another way you can have a good life without having to spend as much money. It's another different angle. Controlling what you spend and controlling what you make are the two ways to really affect your lifestyle. So I'm really excited about that. But some of the ideas for that episode came from doing research. Now, I've always been a fan of Plato Carmen. I talked about my trip there before. I loved it. I went there for spring break. 10 years after everyone else does, and I just absolutely loved it. And actually, I spent a long time thinking about moving to Plano Carmen. It was uh, one of my plans to try out at the end of uh, the world trip where I accidentally ended up living where I live now, but it was on my list of places where I might just live permanently. To come up with blog post ideas, one of the sources that I use that I'm still messing around with perfecting is Quora.com. The cool thing about Quora is it's so active. That's the first thing amazing about it. Now, I've always seen Quora when I do search results. So I've always known for a while that it's a website where people write questions and then other people give answers. Now Yahoo Answers used to be the gold standard for this, but somehow Quora got on the scene and now that's the place people go. And a lot of businesses actually make their entire living 
from answering questions on Core. They answer questions and have a link to their website or their products. And it's very interesting. And if I had that kind of time, I would probably do the same thing. But to spend all day answering questions is a lot of time. It's very interesting to see this business model. But what's great about Core is if you actually join, it's a totally different experience. When you join Quora, it doesn't cost anything. You have to tell them 10 topics you're interested in. And every time you say a topic you're interested in, they show you more and more that are related to it. So I ended up joining like 120 to 150 topics. Anything that I would be interested in talking about on this podcast or my blog post episodes. And what you can see is all the questions people are asking. Now, I see a good idea for an episode about one out of every 50 questions that pop up on my newsfeed, but that's okay. I can scroll through those 50 questions in like two minutes. So it's pretty good at finding me some interesting ideas. And I have a couple of new ideas coming down the pipeline that I think I'm going to pull in over the next few episodes. I haven't written any in my notebook. I did see one that I liked, and I was kind of 50-50 on it. I realized now I didn't write it in my notebook, Classic Mistakes. It was last night when I was thinking about talking about Quora today. So I'll go back and do that. But what's really great about it is you can see questions people are asking. You can see how popular it is a little bit. And they just have really good ideas. Not every question is really great. Plenty of them uh, you just could never make into an episode. But that's okay because you can scan through so quickly. And I really just picked all the things that I thought were really relevant to what I want to talk about. You know, I added a bunch of travel ones, some backpacker ones, because backpacking is often about how to travel on a budget, which is relevant to what we talk about, travel and money. There were some basic water sports ones I marked, a few climbing ones, because I do like talking a little bit about hiking and that type of sport. You know, I've done a little bit of mountain climbing, like level one. If there's, ten, if there's 50 levels of mountain climbing, I've done level one, where you're going up a slight vertical more than hiking because there is a bit of face touch, but like that level is what I like to do. That's my level of experience. But I also found and added myself when I was setting up my core to tons of topics that have to do with startups, that have to do with angel investing, that have to do with starting your own business, becoming an author, starting a podcast, all these different topics. So that way I can just scan through and anytime something interesting pops up, I just add it to my little idea notebook. And I have a big page of ideas And then once I have an idea I kind of like, I go through and fill it out and write in six or seven, sometimes only three solid bullet points that I want to cover on the episode. Quora is a great resource. It's free. And once you set it up, it takes about 10 minutes. You can easily scan through. It comes up with ideas all the time. And when combined with some of our other tools, you can find some really amazing stuff. Uh, The second tool is Reddit, which is a very popular place to find out what people are talking about. You can find topics that are trending. What you want to do is find if there is a subreddit that's really relevant to your topic, your category, your niche. If you're in the fixed bicycle space, you love talking about fixed bicycles, and you can find a good Reddit with enough people, then there's lots of information about fixed bicycles. I looked at some of the stuff for my main topics here. There's not a lot of great information about being an author and podcasting. It's often, what's your favorite podcast? So there's not a lot about creating podcasts in Reddit right now other than talking about tech, which is boring. You don't want me to talk about you know, podcast hosting solutions all the time in these episodes. It's too dry of a topic. I use Libsyn. That's it. <laughs> There's only like two or three choices. The rest of them are all terrible for, and will hurt your business. So it's a really short discussion. But that's the kind of stuff that's popping on Reddit. But if you're in other topics, if you're in anything other than an internet marketing or how to make money online or build a business type space, there's some really, really good stuff on Reddit. Part of the reason for that is Reddit is very much anti-commercialization. Unlike Quora, where every answer ends with a link to someone's business, on Reddit, people don't do that. Because I'm in a commercial space, Reddit's not as useful for me. Sometimes I come up with ideas on there. But mostly, it'll be in ideas that are a little secondary to the main thing. For travel, it's got lots and lots of great stuff. So my travel ideas are coming from Reddit. And there's other places like Quick Sprout that does the same thing. They'll help you come up with ideas, or they let you type in 
your search and then really cool things come up. I also like epictions I'm using a lot. Before I've talked about BuzzSumo, but BuzzSumo it's always trying to get you to buy and it's a hundred bucks a month. It's not quite worth that for me. If it was something like 20, 30, 40, I'd probably buy it. But for a hundred dollars a month, even if I come up with an idea every day, I'm paying $3 per idea. It's a little more than I need to spend for ideas. Epictions, and I'll have to post the link below because the link is so weird. It's like epictions.epicbeat.com or something crazy like that. What I like about Epictions is it lets you do about 10 searches a day for free. Comes up with stuff very similar to BuzzSumo. And it lets you do one thing that's different. It lets you choose your article type. And I, I say, oh, I want to see listicles about blogging, about podcasting, about being an author, about travel. And that really helps me because lately, as you may have noticed on the podcast, I'm doing more and more and more lists. I'm doing more and more listicles and numbers because people really respond to those. So I do like what Epictions doing more than any other tool from this list. I've been using Epictions the most over the last 10 to 15 episodes. It has been the strongest presence. I think going forward, there's going to be a little bit more Quora mixed in, but Epictions is still one of my first resources. The thing about Epictions is, again, you can only do five or 10 searches a day. So I have to use it every day to come up with a few more ideas. There are also tools like Portent Content Idea Generator. With a tool like this, you type in a seed word. You type in one word like, oh, I want to write about surfing. And it will come up with three words that go around it or three phrases that go around it. Like top reasons celebrities are surfing around the world. And it comes up with phrases like that. You can keep hitting reload until it comes up with one you like. It's pretty interesting because it actually comes up with really compelling headlines. Like it's so strange and so unexpected, but it turns out that what we respond to in headlines is very, very, very predictable. It's a lot more formulaic than I knew. And I'm working on doing a lot more of that with my ideas. There are a lot of similar tools like this. There's blog post title generators and there's a whole bunch. I'll post a couple links again and you can find loads. They all do the same thing. Some of them you type in your ideas. Some of them just generate random ideas and have a fill in the blank. There's about 10 or 20 of them. They all do something very similar. I don't think you need to be using 10 or 20. The reason I'm not a huge fan of these is because you then have to go and do a bunch of research anyway. So it kind of comes up with a cool title, but then you have to come up and say, oh, can I actually think of seven things? And a lot of it's like the 14 Instagram profiles you must follow to be inspired about surfing. A lot of those ones, because those are very popping, those get socially shared a lot. If you have like Instagram things you should follow, or Twitter feeds you should follow, things like that. Those types of lists do very, very, very well. We see them all the time. There's a reason they trend. So you then have to go out and find those seven Instagram profiles you actually want to recommend that people follow. As someone who uses Instagram in the loosest sense of the word, it would be very hard for me to find seven people that inspire me. I'm not even sure of the people that I'm into, how many of them actually use Instagram. I have so little time to spend consuming that I very rarely consume people's free content. I'm in the middle right now, I'm going through three different, very advanced Facebook courses by one of my friends and by someone else who I think might be a real super duper genius. And one of my other friends is in that course. So I'm in the middle of going through stuff that I paid for that I don't have time to constantly check other people's Instagram feeds and things like that. And it's hard for me to want to look at pictures when right now I'm sitting outside and watching a sunrise in a tropical paradise. It's about as good as it gets. It's hard for me to find other pictures inspiring when I'm in that situation. When you're looking for your blog post ideas and you're trying to find the right ideas, sometimes uh, nothing just comes up, which is why I like to separate the idea phase from the creation phase. As I've mentioned in the past in a previous blog post, I really like to use 
the WordPress draft feature. Every time I have an idea, I just make it a WordPress post and I just save it as a draft. So no one else can see it except for me, but I can log in and look at all my drafts. I can just click on this button that says drafts inside of WordPress and it shows me all of my ideas. That's how I store my blog post ideas. And I do separate podcast and blog post ideas. The reason I don't have a bunch of new podcast ideas in my notebook is actually yesterday I found three ideas and I thought oh, all three of these are better as blog posts than podcasts. So those are all saved in the computer. What's good about that is that you can do little things to prep the episode for when you're ready to write about. One of the things that I do is I'll add in the image for the episode. And what I'm doing now, I've kind of realized I want to improve some of the ways I'm blogging. One of the things is that I have these cool images, but they're not as shareable. I'm trying to do better about that because, you know, I'm not a big social media guy, but I'm trying to move into Facebook more and more. So you get to see that experience. I've always been a content marketer who's pure content. I find people through JVs, SEO, and a couple of other things, but I really need to increase how well I'm doing on social media. And you're gonna see more and more of that as I make a lot of changes to the blog. Not a lot of changes, mainly I'm gonna change the size of the images so that they're perfectly sized for Facebook. And I'm just doing more research on that. But it comes from ideas. I go, oh, I wanna have a blog post where I talk, or an episode where I talk more and more about Facebook and some other things that I'm doing. And I do a little research and it goes back and forth. When you have these ideas in a big list, when it's time to then go write a blog post, it's very easy. The hard thing is when you have a deadline, oh, I gotta write a blog post today and you gotta have the idea and you gotta write it at the same time. That's tough. Coming up with a really good idea is not that easy. I have a bunch of ideas. I have about five blog posts outlined out inside my notebook, five podcast episodes in this podcast notebook that I don't wanna record right now for a couple of reasons. I don't think it's the right time in my episode sequence is one of the biggest ones. I've done a couple of technical episodes recently about WordPress, about backing up your website, about some stuff like that. And I don't want to know too many that are just about that. And so a couple of the ones I have left are more ideas about working on your blog. And I don't want this to be purely about blogging. It's like we have a little trend here. It wasn't intentional. Even this episode, right? It's about blog post ideas. So I don't want to do back-to-back -back more and more blog ideas. I want to talk about other things that are interesting so that way you stay engaged and you stay interested. So it's finding that balance. And that's why I have my big list of ideas, then I have the episodes I've kind of blocked out. And you always want to continue to add to your list of ideas. So maybe just every week you have an hour where you write down all of these new ideas you have. And you can also do a lot of competitive research. Read blogs in other niches, not your own, that you find interesting. Read blogs about travel, read blogs about this and that, and sometimes you'll get inspired. You'll see, oh, this is an amazing thing about seven reasons to try scuba diving, and you can change it into seven reasons to try something else that you like talking about. This will allow you to come up with really, really good ideas. This will allow you to be creative and to see what other people like. I love to see what's trending. The reason I use depictions a lot is I can see what topics people find engaging and interesting. And I'm doing more and more to make my website more and more really social friendly. One of my challenges has been for the last few months now that I started this podcast is it takes up a huge amount of my creative bandwidth. Coming up with ideas every week, recording five episodes every week, which is anywhere from 100 to 150 minutes in recording on finalized content, that's a lot. And then I have to write the description of each episode. So that takes up a lot of thinking, recording, and then writing time. And now that I'm going to switch to having someone else help me with the notes, it means that I'm going to start writing more and more blog posts mixed in. I don't want my blog to just look like it's a podcast listing, which is what it looks like right now. If you scroll through the first page and half of the second, it's all podcasts. I'm not happy about that. 
because I want it to be a real mix. I want people to read a lot of really good content as well. And so I'm excited about this little change in direction that I'm making that I think will be very valuable. So I'm working on constantly improving things and having really great blog posts will make it easier for you to share awesome stuff on Facebook. I'm constantly trying to improve every little piece as I build things. I'm a big 80-20 guy. It's the reason I'm successful is that I put out a lot of stuff that's not 100% finished. Instead of waiting another three months to be finished, I could have waited till right now to release my first podcast episode because I've been perfectly 100% ready, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather get stuff going. And in tomorrow's episode and the next episode, I'm going to talk a lot about some uh, technical hurdles and what to do when things go bad because another one of the big lies that we hear from all the biggest gurus is that everything goes perfectly. And they very rarely share stories about when things go bad. And I happen to know that things have gone bad for lots of these guys in different places because that's life. Life doesn't get to a point where you never have struggles and never have challenges anymore. And it's very important to me to prepare you for those moments so that you don't become brittle. You don't think, oh, I'm the only person who's ever had this bad thing happen. I'm very excited about the next episode and I can't wait to share it with you. I've shared a few today of my tools and resources and the ways I come up with blog post ideas. And I'll post a bunch of links in the show notes to some of the tools I mentioned and some of the other tools that are out there that are pretty cool for coming up with podcast title ideas and things like that. So I'm very, very excited. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that together we can achieve true freedom.